Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With us, as always, is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark from Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Seth, I'm excited for today. Looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Our very special guest is Gallant Dill. He helps entrepreneurs succeed. Just a few numbers. 12 companies owned, 250 businesses helped. $48 $48 million in climbing and revenue generated. He's worked with Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, Circle K, Justin Bieber, DirecTV, Albertson, 7-Eleven, and too many more to count. Gallant, thank you so much for joining us. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited to be able to you know, speak with your audience and have my audience connect with you guys as well. Hey, Gallant, how'd you, you know, I love the, the list of, of clients, partners. Where does Justin Bieber fit into all <laughs> corporations, okay? So the truth is, I kind of learned marketing in the music industry. So I used to work on a, at a studio that I own part of called Even Break, Break Productions out on Lake Travis. And we used to write music for all these big guys like DirecTV, Justin Bieber. His manager actually called up there uh, with Justin looking for music. So we helped pitch some different song ideas to Justin. It wasn't like we're best friends, business partners, but we wrote music that you know, had his interest, that even Rihanna was interested in and took yeah. some of our hooks and used. Uh, you know, I worked directly with Soldier Boy. You know, he's helped me market some of my products, some of my businesses. I ended up being friends with him. But, you know, it just all walks of life. You know, I haven't been in just one industry. You know, as an entrepreneur, you kind of go every route and see what one fits you and makes you the most money. The music industry taught me how to learn business. It was very cutthroat. So it wasn't one I wanted to stay in, but it got my foot in the door to show me to where I'm at now. So, I mean, in, in a sentence or two, it, give, give a description of, of what you, you're a marketing company, a digital company. What, okay. what's, yeah. what's, tell me. So I will start from the beginning. When I was 21 years old, I started an energy pill company that I created in my garage. It's called Mall 3. I got it in the stores across the country, Circle K, all those big dogs. I built it up to a million followers. Uh, I ran out of investment. I couldn't really take it to that next level. You know how it is as a product. You can get your product in stores. You can build a following without real investment in a strong team. It's not going to really go anywhere. Right. So before I really gave up and the company kind of crashed, I was like, I know so many buyers, brokers, distributors. I know so many ways to sell the product. I need to go and work with companies that have money and offer those services to them. So I started Gallant Business Consulting that turned into productsconsulting.com that merged into in-store connection. At in-store connection, we do everything from product placement, distribution, marketing, Facebook ads, you name it. So what I did was I took all those contacts I built those years of building that uh, energy pill company and I pretty much connected with all those buyers and I said, listen, I'm going to find you the products you're looking for. And that's kind of how it started. I'd go and charge a company, you know, 2,500 to 5,000 a month, pitch it to the buyers that I had previous relationships with. And when you have 10 companies paying you 2,500 to 5,000 a month, you're making 25 to 50,000 a month, just pitching to people. It's like talking with you guys. I'm getting paid 50,000 a month to do that. And then when you start having success, you know how it is. You get the commissions of the products itself shelf and it adds up. 
Uh, so that's one of the main things I did. And then from that, I was a young cat. I'm only 25. I was kind of lonely. So what I did was I started an entrepreneur community on Facebook called the Entrepreneur Lifestyle Group that has over 80,000 members now. Uh, but pretty much I wanted to connect with other people like myself. When you're an entrepreneur, it kind of was, it's kind of lonely because there's not many 22, 23 year olds making that kind of money and all your friends want to go party and get drunk. I'm focused on getting a yacht, getting a high rise, getting a mansion. I was like, I need to go find my type of people. So I created that community it ends up being the biggest entrepreneur circle community on Facebook in the world. And I've been able to build other courses, softwares, build other businesses, just help and learn from others. It's probably my favorite, you know, talk or favorite venture out of all the businesses I've built because I've gotten to work with so many great people across the globe. Hey, great story. I, lo I love it. Um, one thing, watch out for that yacht. They, they, they require a lot of employees, <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, fixing up on a regular basis. So, um, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, it, it's, I've had boats over the years, and, and if you're a real boatsman, a great boat is, is, is fun. But um, uh, just kind of joking. But the, so, so one of the questions, because I deal in the world of putting products into retail also, sometimes getting it into the store isn't so Isn't tough. the problem. It's, it's getting it to sell afterwards. That's move it off the shelf, right? So, I mean, these companies that are coming to you, it's, you know, yeah, they can pay some money to you know, get the right connections and go talk to the right people. But ultimately, they, need, they also need to get some Facebook going, maybe whether it's TV or print or whatever. They, they need to have a marketing program, right? 100%, 1,010%. And a lot of the older companies or these older cats don't understand that. They're like, just get us in, we're fine. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to have a buyback agreement and you're going to have to buy back all your product. You know, the marketing, there's no such thing as business anymore. It's all marketing. You know, you can have the worst product in the world, but if you have good marketing, Kim Kardashian drinks it, it's going to sell. That's what people don't realize. They're like, Gallon, this, this is the best water in the world. It gives you vitamins, this and this and this. It doesn't matter. If nobody knows that and their favorite athlete isn't saying that here in the United States, nobody's going to buy it. Right. Gotcha. And I've worked with, uh, you know, every kind of product, all shapes and sizes. And it's crazy. Some products I thought were terrible. My personal preference, they paid me a lot of money to pitch, ended up getting more traction than some of the best products I've ever seen. It's literally like a scratch off. You never know what you're going to get. And it's just a numbers game. What's one of your hero, one of your hero successes that's, that's you've got on the shelves and then started moving off the shelf? So there's, there's been a lot. Uh, the number one, which we're actually rebranding now, was an energy, organic energy shop called Vitavi. We got in about 5,000 stores within about 12 months. And uh, we're changing it over to fruit energy because we thought, uh, you know, that everything was going towards organic. And, uh, you know, and we realized that the consumers don't really care as much. All natural is just as good. So we're going to come back, bring it back on the shelf, and uh, we're going to go that more all natural route and change it from vitamin to a fruit. You know, it's, it's just crazy. Um, one of the best products I have actually is uh, a raw bites. I don't know if you've ever tried Lara bar. Um, it's the fruit and nut bar and it yeah. came over from Europe. It's selling in every store in Europe. Uh, and I was like, listen, I'm going to bring it over to the United States. And I got it in the circle K 7-Eleven and a few other big retailers. Um, the problem with a lot of the products I work with is that, you know, you don't really know how well it's going to do in six months, 12 months, because I could kill it in 12 months and then next year it could flop. So a lot of the products, I'm excited to see kind of how their long-term play is. I started InStore Connection about 12 months ago. 
I placed probably about 30 products with that company, but I, I don't want to speak on it. And then they see this and like, oh my God, we did a million this year, 10 million next year, we failed next year. So my job isn't really to get them moving. My job is mainly to get them placed. Uh, and a lot, and then we'd outsource a marketing company like yours, you know, your son and you have that marketing company. I get the products placed, I get a commission. If they sell, I get paid. If they don't, I still get paid because that's just how the game is, man. I can't promise, I can't guarantee anything for anyone. And, uh, you know, so, but it's, it's just cutthroat. You've been in the products for how many years now? Uh, 32. 32. I bet yeah. you've seen the industry change because it used to be, you know, these brands that would come on and last forever. Now you see it every two years, this product you never heard of is taking the shelf space. Next right. year- Tide is knocking themselves off every six months just to stay fresh. So it's really hard to, you know, this space. And I'm kind of leaving the space because of this, because there's not any really longevity anymore. It's like flavor of the month. People want the new, the new, the best. And, uh, you know, after six months, it's dead. So it's really hard to find something that's really going to stick for a long term. And, you know, I, I swear at Circle K or 7-Eleven calls me all the time looking for new products. And it's like, you already sell these. They're like, nobody wants it. We're looking for something new in that category space. So yeah. it's really weird to see how this is. And it's been kind of cutthroat. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've started uh, years back in just doing TV and now today that, you know, the millennials aren't watching as much TV. So you've got to be on social media to reach them. Um, you know, they're not sitting during the day watching Ellen DeGeneres necessarily, right? That's an older crowd. So it depends on the product you've got, where you go, et cetera. And, you know, um, it's good to see, you know, look, at the end of the day, a lot of entrepreneurs, they need that connection just to get in the door. And I'm dealing with a guy right now out of Europe. He's, he's bringing in a, a product that kind of um, transforms. It's a magical transformation for your deck and your, your wood surfaces outside, right? They, you know, out in the elements, they start graying and getting older. This comes in and refreshes the wood. And so we, we, he said, look, can you get me into Home Depot? I said, I can get you into Home Depot, no problem. Um, but, you know, put it on the shelf, what's going to happen, you know, moving it off? How you, you're going to need to tell Home Depot what it is you're going to do to help create the brand and, and, and market this product. So we've produced a TV spot now. We're getting a little exposure on that. We're now doing some social media, some viral videos, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you know, now we're, we're taking a-, a, a Your fingers a, are crossed. Well, You're just waiting there. You're just kind of like, yeah. what do I do now? And exactly. so what I've done to counter that is I created a software that targets people that go into these retail spots. Like I have a software that I created for Instagram that anybody who goes into these stores like Circle K and picks up a, a competitor's product, it automatically connects with them, giving them a discount code to try ours in the same space they were just at. So I'm right. doing a lot of targeting marketing, uh, but it's just a lot of work and it's a lot of resources. And the, the products world is, like I said, it's a dime a dozen, man. There's just every other day there's, I, and I know you guys get, I get a submission like every hour. And it's, you know, it's hard to tell people, are you going to win or not? Because you don't want to be the bad guys. And, but at the same time, they want to work with you and you can't say no because, you know, you don't want a bad review coming up because you said no to them. So it's just crazy. One more for me than I know Seth's got a bunch of questions, but uh, the, the club, the organization, the 80,000 members, that's really cool. I love that. Um, so tell me about that. How to, uh, how's that going? So it's good. I, I, like I said, I wanted to create a place for entrepreneurs to get good feedback. There's a lot of entrepreneurs and influencers out there that are giving bad information out. I'm one of the few guys who's a real high school dropout, was arrested many different times, 
had a trouble upbringing that I turned my life around. And I truly wanted to get that message out to inspire other people that anything is possible when you believe in yourself. So I created my community. I didn't have the Ferraris. I don't have the yacht. I have all that cool stuff to promote. So I just put out good value, inspirational stuff that people could relate to. Spoke from the heart, not just some cookie cutter crap that you see everyone running. And you know, over time, it just it blew up. People just resonated with it quite well. Other partnerships came in. We started selling courses, masterminds, being able to connect others. It wasn't just about me. You know, every week I'll say, guys, post a link to your LinkedIn page. Let's endorse each other. Connect. What do you guys offer? What is it you sell? And people will message me and say, Gallant, I got five new clients this week just off that post. So it's really good to not only help my network grow, but to help others grow as well. So that community has been a very big blessing. And for just if anything I drop for affiliates, it's a good, it's a good tool for everyone, including myself. I encourage anyone who's watching this to go out and grow your network. If you don't have a Facebook group, you don't have following, figure it out. That's all that matters. The more people that know your name, the more you're going to win at the game. You know, Seth probably would have never had me on this podcast if I hadn't created a, you know, a network like that. It brings in more opportunity. The more people that are talking about you, the more you're winning. No matter good, bad, whatever, get out there, get in front of people. I haven't ran, I haven't paid for marketing in years. You know, I get hundreds of leads every week, just off groups, just off these kind of, you know, connections. It's just because I'm out putting myself out there. A lot of people are afraid. They're waiting for that perfect time in their life. Like, okay, I'm ready. You're no one's ever, you're never going to be ready. You start today. People as an entrepreneur, a lot, and you've probably seen this. Okay. You know, Kevin, next year when I'm ready to start this business, I'm going to give you a ring, you know, family members, friends. And you're just like, nothing's going to change in a year, you know, besides your mindset. You know, start today. If you're watching this, fell faster. Get out there, fell faster. There's not going to be a perfect time. There's always going to be BS that happens. Just keep going. It's a game of hide and go seek. That's all success is. And you're constantly it. Cool. That is an excellent analogy. So, uh, yes, Kevin is right. I do have a list of questions. The Entrepreneurs Group, which I am a member of, you recently uh, had received a six-figure offer to sell that group. Can you talk a little bit about, without disclosing any confidential information, how that came about and why you chose to not take it? The truth is that, you know, a group of that size, if you know how to monetize it, you make a lot more than six figures in a month. You know, I drop a course, I have 250 people sign up for my how to grow a Facebook group. You know, you can make 50,000 in the afternoon. Also, I didn't create that group for the money. You know, it, this is more of a long-term play for me. This audience is, if you have over, you know, if you have 50,000 people that are dedicated, that bite on anything you tell them to eat, uh, it's worth millions. It's not some $100,000 play you know, for audience of that size. Also, you know, I, I really, I feel like I haven't even started my journey. I haven't put out my best material. I'm just starting. I'm only 25. I want to be able to grow with this audience, see them grow. And this is something that I enjoy doing is connecting uh, and seeing other people win at life, you know, inspires me. I inspire them. It's a really good karma. It's a really good thing. You can't put a price tag on stuff like that. Very true. You've had so many businesses, not only that you've built yourself, but also that you've worked with. Um, how do you stay, how do you, how do you stay, choose what to focus on and how do you balance all of that? Uh, I focus on the ones that pay the most. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of businesses that reach out, but there's a lot of people that come with those price tags where you're just like, this is the one I want to work with him. The key to success is freedom. It's not the money. It's your freedom. People that pay the least expect the most. I like to work with people that can pay me what I want and aren't calling me every day. The best type of client is a client who's going to win regardless of with and without you. 
Uh, you're just, you know, like a GPS. You're going to help them get there a lot faster. I like to work with people that are winning. Uh, you know, when I was a younger entrepreneur, I'd take on kind of everyone and everything. And uh, it sucked because they'd hand me five grand and disappear. Okay, we handed Gallup five grand. We're good. We're rich now. Bye. And they would just disappear. And, you know, I would get the blame if anything hit the fan. And uh, I learned right away to stop working with companies that are not going to win. You know, I like to work with winners. And if you surround yourself with losers, you're going to end up a loser with them. So, you know, get around people that are happy. You're an opportunity. Don't get around people where you have to constantly sell and prove yourself. If I ever feel like I'm on a phone call and I have to sell myself, I don't want to work with you, dude. I'm not a salesman. I'm a solutions provider. You come to me for these problems you're having. I'll give you the solution. That's it. I'm not here to sell you and sell you the dream, that life. I'm a solutions provider. So, you know, the people that pay the most and respect my time the most are the ones that I enjoy working with and usually go for. You see putting on any kind of events or do you do, you do that at all now? We, we, we've, we have a lot of requests. Um, you know, we were going to do a mastermind here in Austin with a few other big entrepreneurs. I just am too busy. To be honest with you, when I started this entrepreneur journey, I never wanted to be the top. You know, I was like against him. I felt like I was out here in the woods, cutting down the trees, like really out here hustling. I saw guys getting paid 50K. I was a little jealous. So it's weird now that I'm in that position, I'm getting these opportunities, I'm getting booked to speak, and I'm like, well, that wasn't me. It's crazy how my perception has changed. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm 100% in the future gonna be doing that, but right now I'm focused on real success. I don't wanna be one of these entrepreneurs who's made like a million, two million, and starts going around the world and tells people, you know, this, I'm the realist. You know, I, I feel like I haven't made it yet. I feel like I'm not, I wanna be able to help everyone, and I'm not to that level yet. I'm just being real with you guys. Like, I'm not the most successful guy in every room I'm in. And I feel like when I'm at that point and I can deliver all that value to everyone, that's when I'll speak. I feel like a lot of these guys step up to the plate a little early. It's like, hold on, buddy. Two years of failing doesn't make you to go around the country and tell people what to do. You know, the one thing as an entrepreneur you have to watch out for is bad advice. I've taken a lot of bad advice. It's cost me a lot of money. And so the last thing I want to do is be that guy to give, you know, techniques that don't work and tell people what to do that doesn't work. That's just not me. I like to speak on what I can do. That's build audiences get a product in store, uh, you know, really good at marketing and building audiences and branding. I like to stick to that. Speaking is great. I can talk about my troubled past, whine about it, inspire others, but I feel like there's a bigger purpose for me and I haven't found that purpose yet. Awesome. Uh, we appreciate your content, your ideas, your incredible, your success and humility for our folks who are listening or watching this and want to learn more about what you're doing. Where is the best place to send them? You can go to gallantdillmentoring.com or you can go to Entrepreneur Lifestyle Group or just one of my pages. A lot of people ask me, hey, Gallant, what's a link we can kind of pitch in one of these things? To be honest, I'm not here to pitch anymore. I want you to listen, get inspired by Kevin and Seth and I. About, you know, we're in a position to where you can talk to someone like that. And, you know, it's, it's 10 years ago, it's probably impossible to get a hold of Kevin. Technology is where it's at. So if you want to reach out to me, I'm not one of those guys. Even though I have 100,000 followers, I'm not going to not respond. If you come to me with a good question, or uh, you want to connect, I'm 100% open to growing my network. A lot of people ask for investment money. Stay away with, with don't, don't bother me with that. But I promise you have a good question, you're feeling lost, you want to grow your network, reach out to me. I'm there to answer. I have one last question for you because you, you've been talking about growing the network and you got 80,000 members and how to do the Facebook. One last tip for anybody out there that wants to get a bunch of people following them on Facebook or, you know, a, 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 their own little club like you've got with the entrepreneurs. One tip, what, what would it be? 
clean up your image. Nobody wants to see you talking about politics. Nobody wants to see you out drinking a beer with your dog. If, if the post isn't going to make you money or if it's not going to bring people to you, don't post it. A lot of people don't realize is that employers, bosses, clients, they're looking at everything you're posting. If it's a bunch of junk, you're going to get a junk response. Everything I post is, I call it bait. It gets people engaged and it gets people to me. So I'm looking at his fishing poles. Who's going to be more successful? The guy with a hundred fishing poles out there, or the guy with just one who goes and cuts his own line. So every time you post, look at it, is this either going to make or break me? I always say, would Warren Buffett post his status? If he won't, I'm not going to either. So get some headshots. You know, don't have a picture off your 1998 cell phone of you folding your arms. Get a, a suit on. Get, get out there. You can't sell a million dollar service if you look like a $10 service provider. Even though in person I look like I probably just walked out of jail, but online I look like a business executive and I get the respect of that. So if you're ever wondering why you're not getting hired or you're not getting traction or people aren't taking you serious, look at your Twitter, look at your Instagram, man. You're out partying with losers. Like nobody's going to want to put their name or their business behind that. Clean up your image. Watch what you post. Good, good point, man. Great having you today. A good look forward to meeting you face to face in the near future. Definitely. You'll see me around, man. Like I said, this is just the beginning of Gallant Dill and I'm excited to meet you. Like I said, you know, I've heard a lot of great things. You know, I was supposed to be at that young entrepreneur uh, convention with Brandon. It wasn't that in uh, uh, Boise or where was that? Yeah. Uh, Des Moines. Des Moines. I was supposed yeah. to be there. Maybe next year we'll all link up and we'll do something and, uh, you know, bring out a large audience. Sounds good. I'll tell my son you said hello. I'm assuming. Awesome. Okay, cool. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Great interview. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>